What is up? Greetings, citations, and happy holidays, everybody. This is the Spectator Mode Podcast, and this is episode 124. And sadly, this will be the final podcast of this year, of 2022. No. So enjoy it while you got it. And of course, I've got my two buddies here. We've got Kyle. Hi. And Scott. Hello. So we're going to make up a lot of ground here because we wanted to do this podcast last week. But of course, real life and um, that's what happens. Real life gets in the way. We were messing around too much. We were messing around, wives yelling at us, work calling us to do stuff, things like that. You know, you know, the hustle, the real <laughs> life hustle, unfortunately. The stuff that gets us the money to actually do this kind of thing here. So unless you want to sponsor us, we'll have to keep doing this. Dang it. <laughs> Um, as always, we don't talk about the games we pay, pay played anymore because we want to keep this podcast as short and condensed as possible. But of course, if you have any comments about that, leave them in the comments box. Uh, yell at us at our email or yell at us on our website or Twitter. Maybe we'll ring it back. But we're not going to right now. Well, what I we, want to tell them. Wait, what? <laughs> he wants to talk about Forspoken. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we were going to talk well, about something you else. You can read yes. about that. Yeah, but <laughs> during the Game Over show, Forspoken demo came out. So, And Kyle went and downloaded. He was excited. So... Uh, take it away. Talk about Forspoken. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it trash? Is it? Um, I walked away underwhelmed to the point where I don't think I like it at all. Ooh, and so, that's sad because you were hyped about this game. Yeah, I was like the one person who like would, would defend it. Um, <laughs> the dialogue is just as bad as it is in the trailers. Um, and the gameplay is just clunky. So, but like I said, you can read about it. When I publish my my oh, hands on impressions, that's not so. good. <laughs> and, see, and this is and this is a separate dialogue, right? Quick, this is where a lot of people go. Why don't companies put out more demos? Because of things just like this, they want to sell their game, and when people do impressions, good or bad, it does have a effect on their sales. So good for them for releasing this demo. But yes, good for them. I'm glad they did that. Because, you know, Kyle's like, you just saved me some money. But look forward <laughs> to Kyle's preview of Forspoken when it comes out, hopefully before 2023. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it is in drafts right now on the website. I just have to get all my screenshots and stuff in order. But he's a busy man, <laughs> as all of us. All right. Um, so we really wanted to do this podcast after the Game Awards show. But again, things happen. So what we're going to do is what, we have two topics. We're going to talk about the Game Awards show. Um, and the first one is going to be, what were your favorite announcements, reveals, or surprises from the Game Awards show? And I figured we're going to do it by our name. So that'll keep things easy for us from now on. Keith, Kyle, Scott. Uh, <laughs> I'm very easy to read. I'm a, I'm a Souls-like fan, right? <laughs> so there are certain things that I really enjoy from there. Uh, the first one was Remnant 2. I did not expect that. I played the heck out of the remnant from the ashes and the first game chronos. And I did not expect them to come out with a follow-up because I thought the story was done at the end of the run from the ashes DLC subject 2923, which you can also check out our YouTube video. I did a, a, an analysis of things that were in old game that are now in the new game. And I didn't expect that. So run the two. Yes. Very so much. I'm looking forward to that. Um, also star Wars Jedi survivor. I was already hyped about that one. I was a big fan of the first game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, that's a lot to say. And the trailer just made me more hyped. Uh, we got Cal with a beard. And uh, <laughs> he seems to be an angry guy now. 
he, he's not happy what's happening, what's going on with him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what happens with him later on down the road. We can't blame him for that, though. <laughs> totally can. <clears throat> we totally can. We can we just acknowledge just how smooth it looks <laughs> in the trailer that they showed for that? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping they learned from the first game because the first game had frame rate the first issues. first game had issues, yeah. And glitches. <laughs> and you would get stuck in certain places. It was not fun, but it was some a great the, game. Uh, some of the clips people had of their games glitching are hilarious. <laughs> I yes. had one where um, I forgot what planet it was on, but we helped the resistance and I got stuck in the at that. And I actually talked to Kotaku. They were like, did she... you play this game and get stuck in here? I was like, I did. <laughs> 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 what exactly happened? I got inside the at that and I opened the door and then the game glitched. <laughs> and you're like, I you... couldn't move anymore. I couldn't do anything anymore. I was stuck there. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I think Respawn Entertainment learned a lot from the first one because they let, they eventually fixed everything. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Hades too. I know a certain belligerent person was not looking forward to that, <laughs> but I was happy. I enjoyed the first one. Uh, I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, just because of the story they've already laid down. Uh, this is also a stepchild of Hades. So they're I don't know if they're trying to escape hell or get to hell. I don't remember that wasn't exactly too clear for me. They're trying to um they're trying to kill Kronos is what, what they said at the end of the trailer. So that that that's what's gonna happen. It looked similar to Hades, but also a little bit better. It looks like the art style was a little better. Maybe it was just me because I was happy for the game. I thought it did. Yeah, the art style looks great. Definitely got a little bump. Yes, it did. So I'm looking forward to that. And of course, Super Giant Games never does bad games. <laughs> Pyre, Pyre is the outsider people. I'm not tired of people <laughs> talking bad about Pyre. Pyre is good. I didn't like it. I just because I didn't understand it. Well, Pyre doesn't like you. I, I get that a lot. <laughs> I'm I get that a lot. Um, Tekken 8, we already knew about Tekken 8 from Evo 2022. I was psyched about that. I'm a big fan of Tekken. I've been playing Tekken ever since Tekken 1. Uh, really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing if they finally end the line, the Tekken line, or where Jin and um, I forgot the other one, Zai. I, can, I can't pronounce her name. His, his childhood friend, will they finally get together and have a child and keep Tekken going? Because I'm assuming they're going to kill off Kazuya, and they already killed off a Hachi. Hihachi, or maybe Hihachi will come back. Who knows? <laughs> this is Tekken. Who knows? Anything's possible. I mean, Jun's coming back in some kind of dream sequence stuff. I have no idea what's happening there. Um, so, and I did say we're going to cap this at five. So it was Tekken 8, Remnant, Hades, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And Armor Core 6. <laughs> <laughs> A game that we haven't seen for like 10 years. This came out of nowhere. Oh, hey, guys. Armor Core 6. Now, there were rumors and small images from, and actually, not taking it back, there was also some very early beta or alpha gameplay that some people got access to, I think, leaked. So some people knew about the existence of it, but other people were like, it's a rumor, it's hearsay, we don't know if it's coming out or not. Here we go. And I've got so many questions. I don't know what exactly is going on, but I don't care. It's giant mechs, lots of weapons. Uh, we'll have giant massive bosses. We'll not play like Souls-like games. They set the record straight, thank God. Um, <laughs> we'll have mission base just like the other ones. I'm hyped. I'm looking forward to that. 
Hopefully it comes out in 2023. And if it doesn't, it's cool. I don't have a problem with that. All right. That was my five. You're up, Kyle. Um, I want to do six. I like to just do like an honorable mention because I, I think that we should talk about the <laughs> sixth one because it's really jam packed full of people. I think I know what it is, but go ahead. Um, but <laughs> actually, you know what? I have Hades 2 on here, so I'll just take that out because I, I agree with what Keith said. I'm excited about Hades 2. So my top five will be different. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my number one is going to be replaced. I think replaced looks awesome. And I have been talking about that game nonstop since they yeah. revealed it. That game looks really slick. Is that going to be, that's an Xbox exclusive, correct? I think it is timed. I'm not hundred percent sure on it, on its exclusivity. I know that Xbox has shown it off. Um, I think they were the first ones to reveal it. Uh, but I was just really impressed with like the action they showed on screen for it just being like a, you know, pixel side scroller. So, uh, but it looks like as of right now, it is, uh, let's see here, uh, PC and Xbox only. Oops. Okay. It eventually will so. <laughs> come off the PlayStation. I mean, uh, what was the other game that did the same thing? Um, Ascent? 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 I can't remember. The Ascent? Yeah. Ascent. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah the they did the same thing. I think Tunic is also one that was like the same thing. And then like a few months later, I went to PlayStation 2. And a yep. Cuphead. <clears throat> yeah, I'm seeing a trend here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll say my second one is Wayfinder, which is that little uh, what uh, co-op loot uh, adventure game. My lips are sealed. I cannot talk about that game. Why can't you talk about that game? You Keith? know why I can't talk about that game? <laughs> <sighs> I don't remember why. Something, but... something. Sign up for the beta. Oh, yeah, we can sign up for the beta, right? No, not anymore. Anyway. Oh, it says it right here. Is it still on, open? On, on Steam, saying it says you can. Okay, um, I got into it. I can't talk about it. Oh, uh, I didn't that know. You, I can't talk about it. You're the worst. <laughs> you're the worst person I've ever met. <laughs> My wife. Up, but yet you married me. How did that happen? <laughs> um, okay, so number three, I'll say Remnant 2. Um, I was very... Very surprised they announced that, just like Keith. But I love Remnant, so I am very much for a sequel to that game. I wasn't expecting to get a sequel. So, what platform? Um, I don't know. I guess whatever. We should play the first one sometimes. I love that game. Yeah, I agree. I love that game. That game's fantastic. Um, And then four is Judas, which is the game by the uh, uh, creator of Bioshock, Ken Levine. Oh, that's right. He did jump ship, didn't he? Yeah, he left uh, whatever whatever Take Two Studio or Two K Studio to form his own for Judas. And this is basically Bioshock in space, but it's got like a little bit of a steampunk aesthetic to it as well. <laughs> so I- I'm sold on that whole concept. It looks great. Um, and then number five, it's going to be Crime Boss. <laughs> I and, figure that's going to be the fifth one. <laughs> crime game. boss, crime boss looks wild. They have so many celebrities in this game. I don't know what their budget is for casting, but it's clearly huge. The game better do well. It better. You've do got well. you've got Travis Baker, uh, Michael Rucker, Chuck Norris, da- uh, Danny Glover, uh, God, uh, Danny Trejo. It, it's 
uh, Kim Basinger. It's packed full of people. Um, and it's a first person heist game. So the only other heist game we have that's first person is Payday. Yep. So I- I'm happy somebody else is trying something in that whole <laughs> with that whole concept. So that's my five with me taking Hades out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Scott? Alrighty, so my number one was actually Hellboy. I was not expecting to see a Hellboy game, and I'm really excited to see a Hellboy game come out. <laughs> I I agree with that. I, I think it looks really cool, too. Um, the second one is more just because I'm still a bit of a Genshin addict, but the Blue Protocol game looks really cool. It does look <clears> cool. <throat> I am worried on how it's going to like work. But I do look, I really like the art style and how the characters look so far. So I'm excited I'm, to see how else that goes. I'm just glad they're finally showing it off because this game has been developing for so long. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but it's also a free to play MMO. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> that is always a catch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't, someone explained to me that it's more like uh, Destiny, like it's a, like a, a multiplayer game, more like Destiny. I don't, know, okay. I don't know how true that is. So, well, we'll find out if that's the case or not. Yes. Um, the next one on my list was Armored Core Six. Mm. Um, I Core only fan. played Armored Core Four, and I was a huge fan of that. So, Mech I am excited to see <laughs> more Armored Core. Get in the I was damn! Pleasantly surprised that it. Get in the Gundam. Up. Get in the Gundam. Ken, Gen, yeah, <laughs> Shinji. <laughs> Listen, if you guys want to play a fun game. mech game, go get uh, uh, Phantom. Uh, Gosh, damn it. What was that one? Phantom Brigade. That's a fantastic one. I'll keep my eye out on that. <clears throat> uh, fourth one was Baldur's Gate 3. I was a big fan of the second one. Wasn't the biggest fan of the Dark Alliance, but I'm hoping that Baldur's Gate 3 is more aligned with the original Baldur- Baldur's Gate games. Baldur's Gate 3 is fun. It's a good game. I I jumped on it when the early access came out, but it just was way too rough to go back and play again. Um, mm. I haven't gone back. I think the first time I played it was very, months and months and months ago. I played it for like mm, five hours, and I was like, okay, this game has issues. I'm going to turn <laughs> it off. And I, I never went back. So hopefully it's gotten better now that they're showing it off now. Again. yeah. And uh, number five is I think just due to how excited I am for this next game that's going to be coming out in the next month, which is Fire Emblem Engage. Well, no. <laughs> Fire Emblem Engage got a DLC, but in the DLC is one of my favorite characters, Tiki. So <laughs> that makes me excited. Um, I've already had a, have my pre-order in for the collector's edition for it. So I'm excited to see Fire Emblem Engage. And I think it's also because I really like the art style because they're getting help from Gus Studios on it. Oh, did you really? Yes. That's so. cool. And what's interesting? Nobody mentioned um, Death Stranding, too. Uh, I uh, man, I have a really... <laughs> uh, I, think, I think I have a pretty rare take on that game. So... Um, and it's not because like I, I really want to like Death Stranding. And I like everything about it, but I hate dealing with the BTs and the mules. Yeah. Like if they took out the enemy element in that game and it was just me walking and like enjoying the soundtrack and trying to figure out how to get around the environment, I would, I would have loved that game so much more. I, I really don't like the, 
the enemy part of that stuff. Like anytime I have to do any of that stuff, I get I'm like, ugh. Yeah. When I'm just <laughs> riding around the world on a bike and just you know, climb it starts stuff. to rain and you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> and aliens like, are coming. These guys here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now I gotta I gotta go stun the mule so I can steal this this sticky gun. Like it's uh, that's that's my least favorite part of the game, and that's what made me stop playing. Oh, I wonder. I w- when you said that, I was looking to see if there was actually a mod for the PC to remove the BTs. But then again, I suppose that would break the game. <laughs> I, I really love the social aspect of that game, like people putting down signs. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't a fan of like it at the beginning, a, but then after a while, I was like, "Holy crap!" I'm, t- I'm yeah. I'm interfacing with people when people are leaving me stuff and saying stuff. Like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, contributing to rebuilding roads and. You know, finding ladders that have been left behind or ropes to get across like canyons like that. I love that so much. I think that is so cool. And then you have this part where it's like, let me stop doing all that so I can crouch down and listen to the claw on my back. I also enjoyed the action aspect when you're fighting people, not BTs. That was fun. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't like the mules like when you have to engage them like to steal back cargo. But I did like the bits where it's like you have to shoot people. Yeah, go go like, go get when, these resources or something. Yeah, to when the action is actually like action, like I enjoyed that part. That felt very Metal Gear esque. Yeah, I really want a Metal Gear game, but I guess never again. Also, just to kind of bring it back to Blue Protocol, like I just kind of looked up some gameplay of it, and I don't see a whole lot of MMO stuff. Hmm. But I do see like people teamed up and running around, things like that, but not like, <laughs> wow, where there's like 800 people in one area. Yeah, it's, I, I doubt that they'll so, be. I mean, they only showed four people at most on yeah. the trailers. So that's my guess is it's going to cap out on like four. It person. actually looks like Broker, Blue Protocol has been out for a while in Japan. I guess there's fine rain over here. Hey, the character creator looks really cool in this game, actually. I mean, it's, no. most it's of really these games unique. have a decent character creator. I'm going to screenshot this. This is really cool. I'll send it to you guys. You're going to go play a Japanese copy. I used to be big on actually going and getting like Korean or Japanese versions of MMO games, but now I'm just waiting for it in the West. I don't go that hard (laughs) on games like that. No, I was originally that because of the Dragon Ball Online game. It was only in Korea and like Taiwan for some stupid reason. I did that for <laughs> and too, they never like, brought it to the West. The same thing. Yep. The service ended. <laughs> Fanny Star Online 2 was like, we're bringing it out. It's coming to North America. Like, when, Sega? When? I think, uh, I think for this top five list, there's a lot of things that I just kind of purposely left off because I wanted to focus on new stuff. That's fine. Uh, with the exception of like Remnant 2, you know? Well, this is a funny thing because it's going to overlap to the second one. So, which games are you looking forward to in 2023? And a lot of the games that I mentioned are actually there. So let's just recap that list. Remnant <laughs> 2. <laughs> Obviously, again, big fan of Remnant. So Rem- we're going to play it again. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I was a big fan of that. I literally have, what is the name of that little droid? I forgot. BT? Um, what was it? Uh, B- BD? BD, I was, yeah. I have one on my desk. My wife, I bought it for my wife <laughs> and, and she put it on my desk. So it has never left my the- desk. I look at the Lego model for that every time I go to Target. I have it. That's the one. It never leaves my desk. I love I it. I want it. Totally get it. 
See, that could have been your gift from the Outer Haven. Mm. I didn't think about that until right now. Mm. <laughs> Son go. of a... Um, Armor Core 6. Not going to explain why again. Uh, I would say Tekken 8, but I don't think Tekken 8 is coming out. 2023? If it is, freaking fan-freaking-tastic, because I want to play that in 2023. Uh, man, there was like this whole list of games I wanted to play in 2023, and now I've just... I've forgotten them all. Uh, <laughs> and, and one of the games I was looking hey, forward to. me too. Forspoken. Now you said that. So, <laughs> no. I actually am very curious about One Piece Odyssey, just for recently talking about it and seeing people yes. talk about it and playing <clears throat> on the boat and stuff. And, you know, uh, Nico's huge chest. I, I mean, <laughs> like, her, her what? Huge assets. <laughs> wow. I was like, wait, what? Did I miss something here? For, for some weird reason, yeah, Nami and Nico, whenever a time skip happens, they, they change in the sense that they get skinnier, but all their assets get bigger. <laughs> like, what just happened here? Uh, <clears throat> Hogwarts Legacy, we talked about this before. I, I'm i not going to go back and forth on that, but the game looks amazing. Um, it sounds like it'll be a good game to play. So I'm definitely going to jump on that. Uh, Wulong Fallen Destiny, or Dynasty, excuse me, is basically ne- uh, Neo 3 from Koei Tecmo. <laughs> uh, again uh souls like games and keith go hand in hand so i'll be playing that i think that's four let me see run it uh hogwarts legacy wulong so so that was four was it yeah uh yeah i was gonna say street fighter six but honestly i'm, I'm kind of falling off it you know it's the Legend of Zelda Tears of the, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. So let's do a let's do a story about Legend of Zelda. Um so I never beat that game, right? I never beat it because uh you know how Nintendo has a really shitty save system, right? So oh, here we go. It already sounds sad. So my son picked up my game and destroyed all my stuff. No and wasted all the stuff I collected. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to play no more. <laughs> I'm done. I, I'm the same kind of person. If something like that happens to me and I lose like a save or like hours of gameplay, it'll really mess with me. Yeah, so I was, I, I I was so that. mad. I was like, I, I was obviously I wasn't mad at him, but I was like, this is ridiculous, Nintendo. Why can't you have multiple saves? Why? So I was like, I'm done. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> I have I'm a similar story like that where I, I kind of ruined uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey for myself. Aw. How do you ruin it for yourself? Okay, listen, there's there's a way to get a perfect ending where all your family lives, and I didn't get that, and it came from one conversation that you have with your sibling while they're in a cell. And oh. I originally did the conversation correctly, but I, f- I panicked a little bit, and I went back and redid it and picked <laughs> the dialogue that I thought would be correct. And this is like chapter six or seven. So I played like another like, eight hours like i lost that whole chapter i couldn't go back and fix it so when i got to the end of the game uh he kills your mom um so i had to kill him after he killed my mom and i was like i can't get the perfect ending (laughs) this is like after like 80 hours of gameplay i was i was devastated i will say that these games they have these things these moral decisions that you have to make just like uh, gears of war 5 (laughs) <laughs> it's like which one are you going to kill like i hate that i hate that ending so much maybe which one am i going to kill i don't want to kill either one of them yeah I, I i ended up killing dell and i i feel horrible about it and it's only because i have i feel like i have a better relationship with uh, jd but i love dell but i also love jd 
and him being like the protagonist of four is what affected that whole whole thing. I killed. So it was I like, yeah, I, I felt, I felt so fucking bad after that ending. Mark, I hate Mark that. Is your son is dead. I, I hope that was my dude. Sorry, your son is I gone. Hope if they give me a chance to like pick it when six comes out, I'm probably gonna switch it and go with Dell. Well, here's the thing, and I'm sorry, I'm track, but here's the thing. Multiple people have picked different endings. So which one is canon? And if it comes back and goes, well, the one you picked wasn't canon. But what do you mean it's not canon? You gave me a choice, and I made the choice. Unless they go in, you killed Dell. This is what happens now. Oh, you killed JD. This is going to happen now. And Marcus will remember that for the rest of his life. Or something <laughs> to that effect. <laughs> it, or or they, they pull the wool over our eyes, guys, and it was oh, a no. dream. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I'd hate that. You wake <laughs> up, nothing ever, ever happened. Like, what? I would feel so relieved to have everybody together, you know, not have one of them dead. So I'd be fine with it. <laughs> uh, that was a good game. Um, but yeah, I think I picked my fifth one, right? I did. No, I'm still picking it. Um, <laughs> so we went off on a tangent. Sorry, folks, but you love us for that. Uh, actually, um, now that I think about it, can I pick it? I'm going to pick a sixth one. I'm going to still cheat. So Wild Heart, <laughs> Wild Hearts, I really want to play. It's kind of like Monster Hunter, but Toy Tech was doing their own spin on it. And I got invited to a uh, conference, blah, 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 to play the game. And I couldn't because they screwed up my stuff. So I couldn't play the game. So I was very pissed off about it. Um, so look forward to that. And also Atomic Heart. Because that mm. looks funky. An alternate timeline with a Soviet Union <laughs> and robots. That just looks interesting. So I, I, feel, I feel a little weird about Atomic Hearts when I read that one thing. What was um, that? Where like the footage they were showing people was also um, vertical slice footage. They were showing like their investors and stuff. Uh, I, I don't know if that's true. That was just a little thing that came out and nobody made a big stink about it. So I did not hear that. Yeah. Um, it was a small little website that reported it. Like I said, I don't know if it was, if it was backed up by anybody or not, um, but it did give me like a little, a little, Nervous twinge. Um, Cyberpunk. But, yeah, probably. <laughs> Cyberpunk, Halo, you know, we so many big failures. When oh, they I, don't about, I don't even want to talk about Halo anymore. I'm done. I'm just <laughs> so done. Well, hey, apparently it's awesome now. So sure it is. All right, it's your turn, Kyle. What you got? Um I'm gonna go with uh my first one is gonna be Wild Hearts. Mm. Um, only because I love Monster Hunter, and I think uh, Koei Tecmo Monster Hunter game looks fun. Yep. Uh, Jedi Survivor. Um, obviously replaced. Uh, I think that game looks fantastic. There was another one. Uh, sorry for the silence there. I just I was just debating in my head. Um, I'm going to go with Redfall. Because I'm a huge... Um, I'm having a brain fart. Who the developer is all of a sudden? <laughs> arcane or yes, it's arcane. arcane. <laughs> I kept wanting to say arc something, and my brain was like arc fall, and I was like arcfall. I was like, that's not right. Systems. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not right arc. at all. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a huge arcane fan. Like, you basically give me an arcane game, and I'm gonna play the hell out of it. Um, that's my fourth one. Yes, and then um. Starfield had to show up eventually. 
Actually, you know what? Scratch that. I'm going to take Starfield off only because like, <laughs> I, I know that I'm going to play that, but there's something else that has been confirmed, they say, to come out in fall 2023, and it's Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. Oh, I had yeah, that, on. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one I had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, so... I mean, this is kind of a trap because there's so many games you want to play. <laughs> you're only, you can only pick five. Yeah, so, like yeah. we just talked about the top five games they announced at the VGA, so it's hard to like go into this next one and be like, don't just repeat this list. <laughs> just don't repeat so... the other five you just said. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were so many things that weren't shown there, you know? Yeah. So... Yep. Honestly, I don't, I mean, as much as they keep saying Starfield will be out in 2023, I really don't want it to come out in 2023. Just keep it to 2024. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I don't want another Elder Scroll screw up. Just do this right, please. Why stop well, there? Let's go to 2025. No. I, I, I mean, give I us a better game engine, everything. Just please. I think my biggest thing with Xbox right now is they currently don't have anything. Oh, wait. That was the third. How so... did you guess? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. We'll we'll sit, we'll talk more about that in a second. Then we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll slide over to Scott. Then let him get his five out. Alrighty. So my <laughs> number one thing that I'm most looking forward to, if you've been you know keeping track of the YouTube, you probably already know, but it's a uh, Legend of Heroes: The Trails into Reverie. The what? So... What? <laughs> That's a long game. <laughs> Trails into Reverie, the Trail series. Let's just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's the. Uh, penultimate it's basically the game where they're gonna be ending one arc to start a new arc and in like one and the other it's kind of a thing that if you pay attention to legend of heroes games they do frequently it's like oh this is the start of an arc but it's really also the end of another arc so there's going to be things that you understand and things that you don't understand if you're going into it and so like trails into reverie is like the end of the cold steel arc but it's also beginning what's called the kiseki arc i'm trying to look it up what's the kiseki arc (laughs) I can't even find this stuff. <laughs> There's too many, too many games in that series. Jeez. There's a ton. So uh, the Chrono Kaseki arc is basically when they they are get changing from turn based to more action based game. Oh, okay. And Trials into Reveries where they like do their like final hurrah into the turn based system. So it's like where they have it like perfected, and they also have all the old characters from the past three series together. Well, not really together, but. You're, you take place with all three of them, and there are three kind of storylines. And eventually, one storyline starts bleeding into the Kaseki storyline, which then eventually leads into Kurono Kaseki. Somebody needs to make a video on YouTube on connecting all these games because <laughs> I'm just reading, and it's like all over the freaking place. I, I play like, like the, a couple the of the most them. recent ones, but, but I, gave even, I don't know too much about like the old, old ones of one, two, and three, the ones that didn't actually have trails in the name. <laughs> all right, but, continue. I will not interrupt. I'm just looking all right. My second one is One Piece Odyssey. <laughs> That's been one I've been really actually excited about. Ironically, I went from one like reason for being excited to another reason of being excited. I originally thought the way that they presented it, Odyssey was going to be this big open world area where you could traverse like the sea and oceans and stuff with Luffy and the gang. And then it turns into a JRPG One Piece, which to be fair is another reason why I'm hyped about it. Is that what that game is? Because I'm confused about it as well. I haven't looked up any like gameplay for it. So it is, I- it is absolutely going to be a more linear based JRPG with turn-based systems and mechanics for leveling up. 
Oh, that but sounds awesome. It's it's yeah, it sounds a lot better than I was afraid, like thinking it was going to be. But at the same time, I also still want an open world One Piece game, just not one that was as bad as the Red World one. That one. Ugh. To be fair, that was also I played it on the Vita, so that could also be a reason why I didn't like. I it didn't much. think the I didn't think World Seeker was that bad. Um, I had fun with it for a little bit, but it's very repetitive. So it it's was very yeah. easy to get like bored after like ten hours. Yeah. So Odyssey, they introduce a lot of cool mechanics. I'm really excited about with like the turn, not just as it like turn based, but it's more, they say in line with how the anime works, where it's going to be like one V like a bunch of people versus one V another like, bunch of people. It's like, you're going to have like three different areas with three different party members fighting people in those areas. So you'll have like how there's like an anime where you have like a big boss fight. You'll have one of your people fighting another one of their people. It'll be kind of like that. And then as soon as like one person beats that person, then they'll join a nut like one of your other party members and fighting their boss. And it's just really cool. Just how like they That sounds like Pokemon. In, I mean <laughs> kind of, but in Pokemon you don't actually get to have your other Pokemon team up with the one that's currently out. That's true. That's pretty that's a cool that's a pretty cool concept for a, a battle system so yeah so it's kind of cool some people like there i was l- watching people do their previews because there's a whole preview last it wasn't last year it was a few months ago i just time just as weird where they showed like the very the variety of how people would like solve certain battles some people would actually have like say sanji use an aoe skill to attack another group of enemies he's not nearby so that the person that's has more freedom to then help sanji with more close range characters kind of a deal that's and cool. then you have like Usopp constantly doing AOE, making sure that he doesn't do close range combat either. So it's just like making sure you know your characters, what like combat they're best at, and trying to just incorporate that with how the battlefields are like situated. So I'm really excited to see how they piece that together with Odyssey. Um, but I don't want to go. I don't want to go into too big of a tangent because there's other three games that I want to talk about. So <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we need to stop asking him questions. <laughs> so uh, Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters is an- another one that I'm excited about that's coming out next month. Um, that's, that's just because we haven't had an actual Neptunia game that actually continues the story for like ever. It's always been like crossovers or remasters or remakes of remasters and stuff like that. So we're finally actually getting more story than just this is the same game over, just looks better kind of a deal. So we're finally getting another mainline Neptunia game, which I'm really happy about. And they're actually relying on that's not just the Neptune characters, but also we have the sisters and then the sisters have their own cast of characters they're working with. Um, And the fourth one I had was Spider-Man 2. So... That was yeah. on my list. <laughs> I'm excited for that because I want to see how they w- incorporate the whole Harry Venom thing. Because that uh, was something I'm that I was... in that too. That was a cool little ending. Yeah, I'm really excited Spider-Man, about that so... because that was something that I thought would actually have made Spider-Man 3 a better movie. <laughs> is it if kind they of, uh... incorporated a lot of their villains instead of having so many of them just like make like merge them in some way. Uh... They could have just had Sandman and Venom and just had Harry be Venom. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if you're if you thought about this, but uh, it kind of just struck me that it kind of plays off of Amazing Spider-Man a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How like there there was a sick Harry Osborn or Norman yep. Osborn or Harry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting my <laughs> I'm getting my Osborns confused. Uh, how Harry was sick with like the genetic disease they had. Yep. So you've got him trying to 
heal his son with a symbiote. Uh, that sounds really cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how that turns out because so far I've really liked most of the story arcs that they've had in both Spider-Man and Miles Morales. So I figure that Spider-Man 2 will probably be just, you know, more of the same in that regard. You know who my favorite character was in Miles Morales? The Prowler. I love that guy. <laughs> the Prowler yeah. was great. His costume looks so slick in that in that game. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, then the fifth one I had was uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which is something that we talked about briefly last podcast. But yeah, I'm really excited to actually, you know, be in Hogwarts. That's more open school kind of a deal where you can actually fly wherever you want, however you want, and take classes and things. Because that was... It'll probably there's make, a there's a big know. reveal coming out soon, isn't there? Or did it already come out? There might be. I know they've had a lot of been gameplay and stuff with like the character creator and some of the quest lines. I'm just really excited to see more of how you know you incorporate with Hogwarts. Yeah, the way they built Hogwarts looks really cool. Yeah, yes. I, you know I've I've watched all the Harry Potter films with my wife, and she loves the movies and. I wasn't really a big fan of them, but she got me to watch them enough times. So I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. I understand <laughs> this and all. All right, all right, all right. So then when I saw Hogwarts Legacy, I'm like, okay, I get to do all this stuff, and it's pretty cool. And it looks good, and I like the character creator. And I'm like, all right. But then you have the people going, but no, you can't because of the the writer and like or the uh, the creator. I'm like, you know what? <sighs> you know, you support her, support the developers. Support her, support the developers. Like, I'm throwing my hands up at this point now. I'm like, you know what? There's just so many things in this world that are trivial. I understand <laughs> that she's a complete douchebag, and I don't agree with what she says. And I'm sorry that she said that and offended people. That's she was totally wrong. But at the same time, you got people that took their time to create such an amazing experience that people should check out. It's like, what do you do here? Like, literally, what do you do? <laughs> this is one of those things where you just have to do kind of what you want in that regard. Because regardless of what you choose, you're going to be seen as on the evil side. Somebody buy the rights from her. And I, then, I yeah. think WB owns the rights to Harry Potter at this point. Um, I think she just gets royalties. Yeah. So she still gets paid. So no matter Which, what happens, um, <laughs> she'll get paid I, no matter what is the thing. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think on the grander scale of Harry Potter, the game won't hurt. JK Rowling as much as people think it will. I mean, she has a whole section of a theme park dedicated to Harry Potter. So it's, it's unavoidable at this point. Um, she sucks. She's a shitty person. Um, but her creation is amazing. Too big to fail now. (laughs) <laughs> it's its own machine. It generates money. Yes. Just by being, I mean, just for know. existing, it's going to be making bank. Yeah. It, it, it sucks, you know? Um, cause like, she's kind of like a snarky bitch too. Like when people talk to her online about it, you know, Yep. I don't know if people saw the one where like someone asked her a question and she was like, well, when I start to feel bad about it, I just look at my royalty check or something like that. And I was like, God, I hate you. <laughs> so the best thing to do I is just don't so talk to her. Just don't talk yeah. to her. Leave her alone. Yeah, Leave don't her. give her any of the attention. Exactly. For sure. Absolutely. 
I'm sorry, Scott. What you done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think his fifth was that uh, was the Harry fifth. Potter. Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. Which <laughs> I will say, the reason I want this game is because it reminds me of the old for like the first three PC games for Harry Potter. I don't know if any of you've played like the Philosopher's Stone or Chamber of Secrets or Prisoner of Azkaban on PC, but you also get the opportunity to travel around Hogwarts. It's just, you know, you have like N64 PS1 graphics. <laughs> so it, it's not, it's not, doesn't hold up very well. But as a kid, it was like my favorite games of all time. <laughs> I actually don't think I have played any of the Harry Potter games. Well, those are the good three. Uh, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> Goblet of Fire or anything past that. <laughs> All righty. So since Kyle reached into my head and took out <laughs> what I was going to talk about, there's been a lot of back and forth regarding Xbox not really having anything this year. And, of course, it's perpetuated the flames of PlayStation gamers playing an Xbox game. It's going, ha-ha, you have nothing to play, which I don't agree with yet again. but. It does beg to ask the question, what happened, Xbox? Because this year was literally nothing for Xbox gamers to really play. I mean, yes, with third-party games, and yes, we've had, like, um, what recently just came out, uh, High like on Life. High on Life. It was, like, but, Pentiment and, I think, Grounded. Yeah. But Grounded's been a game that's been on Game Pass for, like, the last year and a half now. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> so it's as much as they access, say it's new, yeah. it's not really new. <laughs> So the question begs, you know, I mean, we know what happened, but can Xbox do this again? You know, obviously they've got a lot of stuff planned for 2023. The, I think the new Forza Motorsports just called more Forza Motorsports because it's a reboot, reimaging of it. Um, what else they got come out, Kyle? Wait, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, next year, I think you're looking at Redfall and oh, Starfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about Starfield. I, I know they keep saying it's going to come out, but I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. I don't believe it's going to come out. I don't. Starfield so, at least has footage, which makes it a little better than abandoned. <laughs> I keep looking at these lists, people saying games coming out in 2023 and stalkers on there. Stalker too. And they literally said, guys, we're not working on this game as long as, um, Ukraine's getting bombed. Yeah, so, so I don't think that's going to be in 2023. Yeah, that is definitely not coming out. I wish people would pay attention to actual world events and take that off. Yeah, I believe one of their developers also died in yeah. the line of duty. Yeah. Jeez. That, that so, would halt things a bit. Um, as far as Xbox is concerned, I, I think they kind of <laughs> uh, blew their load a little early because, I mean, we've been looking at games for years by then with no release date. So like Fable and uh, Everwild and we have Perfect Dark. Yep. You know, there's so many games they keep announcing that we know are in development and then they don't show any gameplay for. So I think maybe they're just kind of done with that for right now, especially while this uh, Activision <laughs> Blizzard thing gets... While gets, the acquisition's going on, they're yeah. trying not to reveal too much of their hand. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe next year, as we have, like as E3 comes back or something, maybe we'll see something. Um, I, I'm actually kind of desperate to see Everwild gameplay, because, I mean, yeah. like, a, like a year ago or sometime within the past year, the developer said, we have no idea what the gameplay is. Oof. And then they announced that they were restarting development on it. Yeah. So, um, but I love the style of that game. So 
So the way that we're talking, it seems like Xbox is not going to have a good year next year. Okay. <laughs> They'll have a bad year. It depends year who you year. ask. Yeah, it depends who you ask because everybody says next year's Xbox's year. So that's and again, I don't, don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to start this whole plastic box thing, but I, I do want Xbox games to have something that they can call their own. But I'm looking at this list here, and I know some of these games aren't coming out. And then I'm looking at like PlayStation gamers. The second we start this, 2023 is a year for Xbox. Are you getting <laughs> Spider Man too? I, it's, you know, it's, it's going to happen and it's, it's like don't do that guys that's terrible please don't do no, that I, I hate it when that kind of a thing happens where someone's like excited for a game that's coming out in the next year and then someone will just throw like well yeah but my game is better and it's coming out the same year so it's going to do better yeah. like oh well congrats to you man <laughs> yeah I agree let me just take a look here What's what is oh your favorite game <laughs> for spoken is coming out next year Exclusive to PlayStation. See how that'll do. That game comes out January 24th, so it comes out soon. Yeah, it comes out really soon. Uh, I'm just looking at the exclusive PlayStation list here. Let me see here. No, guys, stop it. I'm trying to find an exclusive list for Xbox, but it's really hard to do that. I found (laughs) one, but it has a bunch of outdated games. It has a bunch of games that aren't actually going to show up in 2023. Yeah, it's like, why did you put these games There's been a few lists like that going around, and they still get retweeted all the time. The list that I'm looking at right now is all third party. And at number 26, it's a list of 50 games. Um, at number 26 is Perfect Dark. That's the only one so far I've seen that's an Xbox exclusive. Uh, that's we don't not even know what probably coming Dark. out next year. <laughs> Wait, what yeah, that's is, is absolutely not coming Hogwarts out Legacy is, is multi-platform. Correct? Oh, yeah, we have yes, Stay of yes, Decay 3, which apparently uh, they're saying is uh, 2023. I love Stay of Decay 1 and 2, so I'm all for more zombie killing. I wish I liked it. Um, I, 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 they just perform so poorly. Yeah, it, so they, they it, it makes it hard it, for me to. Stick but it, to it, it did run like crap. Oh yeah, we hope we can forget Final Fantasy sixteen for PlayStation. Yeah, that shows. Yeah, up guys, I forgot all about Ark two. <laughs> <laughs> can I say I never played Ark? It never tickled my fancy. Dinosaurs and stuff like yeah. I don't like those kind of survival games. So like. I want like a story as to why I'm stranded on an island with a weird gem in my hand. You just want Turok. <laughs> but it's like, you know, the game, you wake up on a beach somewhere and you have a gem in your hand and it's like, you're hot. I'm like, okay, what do I do? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> do whatever you want. Cool Can yourself I just play down. play a different game then? <laughs> and I'm like, how do I cool myself down though, game? And it's like, I don't know. Figure it out. And I'm like, I'm now starving. It's like, yeah, that too. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to play Ark anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just I keep just finding these lists, and all they keep saying is Starfield and Ark Two and Day Decay, and I'm like, uh, what about Forza? Did you forget Forza? That's what's coming out next year. Uh, this is all a lot of those is, lists is, were uh, thinking that Forza was coming out December of this year. <laughs> all I'm basically seeing is a lot of frustration for Xbox gamers again, and I'm I'm an Xbox gamer. I don't want people to think that I don't play on Xbox. Yes, I have a PC, but yes, I have an Xbox Series X. So I'm looking forward to these games coming out on this on this platform, and I am not seeing much of anything. And that's okay because we have third party games. But when we get into that, you know, that pissing contest of those, can we count? Can we count Call of Duty? 
Can we count Call of Duty? Can we Do just you talk? want to claim guess, Call of Duty? <laughs> let's talk about what? Call of Duty. If, let's talk if, about that. If Microsoft manages to land Activision Blizzard, then you'll have they'll also have Diablo 4 and they'll have Call of Duty just by just by purchasing it. That's it. <laughs> yep. I mean, Microsoft is going all out making all these deals with Call of Duty. And I'm like, dude, you don't even own the game yet. How can you do this? You know why? Because they want the money. <laughs> Nintendo, you're getting Call of Duty, but you don't own the game yet. How, are you, <laughs> how can like, you say sure, that? We'll take your deal, whatever. <laughs> They're just making deals until whoever keeps saying no says yes. Yeah. So, And I guess maybe in 10 years, we'll see them maybe not appear on Nintendo and maybe not appear on PlayStation. But if Microsoft is as committed as they say they are, then chances are they'll just keep it like Minecraft is. So it'll always be multi-platform. I mean, they said that. I mean, at the end of the day, what's going to happen is PlayStation won't be able to do their exclusive deals anymore. They won't do their like exclusive gun skins or whatever the heck they do with Call of Duty all the time. Yeah, all the really dumb stuff that they Yeah, you don't get the layout, what is it? The the Early access to or like the, the uh, early uh, weapon packs or whatever. Early, yeah, access, early access to skins <laughs> or exclusive access to skins or exclusive access exclusive to maps. levels and crap like yeah. that. Come on, I'm <laughs> sure some people care about that, but I feel like 90 percent of people don't. <laughs> I mean, geez, that stuff I, just needs to go away. I think it's weird because we'll watch like you know we see all this stuff going on with like Microsoft, but then you know what, what game is two years exclusive? Final for, Fantasy. Is it Final Fantasy 16? No, it's Forspoken, but I think Final Fantasy... Forspoken is two years? Yeah. Yeah, That game is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I mean, at least least they didn't try to give Babylon Falls to Xbox. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, but Forspoken is two years. The two-year exclusive deal, yeah. And I don't... You'll hear... I hope that's just just to be serious. Some high level executive is kicking himself in the ass right now after playing that shitty demo for first. Well, there's some people who played the demo and said this is amazing. Well, those people are high. (laughs) There's also some people who've had preview builds saying that the actual game's better than the demo. So I hope that's true. (laughs) I I, like in in the thing that I wrote, I also say, like, I hope that the final version is better because I don't like the demo at all. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of the demo. The music is so weird. So, so get this, guys. So while you were looking, I was looking at something. So Final Fantasy 16 will be a PlayStation 5 exclusive, but apparently it's only for f- five years. Am I wrong? Maybe this I, article is wrong. Um, I, I, I keep hearing that it's a year. Yeah, that sounds extensive. But here, but... here's the thing. Does it matter? I mean, because PlayStation... Has still had Final Fantasy Seven, and where's the Xbox? Yeah, that's yeah, what, that's the exclusivity ended on Seven, and they didn't do anything for Xbox. I don't understand that whole concept. It's so weird because we got Crisis Core on the Xbox. That doesn't make sense. Here's the prequel to the biggest remake we've ever made, but you can't have the remake. <laughs> it really what? doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But hey, Crisis Core is still a good game. <laughs> that, and it goes the whole notion of you know, you know. Square Enix and and Sony are in bed together, and it's like this is terrible, guys. I mean, there are people who have Xboxes who want to play this game. The consoles, I mean, the Xbox. Here we go. Air quotation. It's more powerful than the PlayStation Five. So, and there's nothing that this game takes advantage of the SSD. So, why have you not given it to Xbox gamers? Oh, because you don't think Xbox gamers like role playing games? Is that it? Because that. 
stigma should have died years ago. It really should have. But yeah, and especially now that the Xbox is finally getting like a pretty big user base. Because I mean, I know one of their biggest issues with the Xbox One was it didn't have a big user base, so there wasn't much of a point for some of the publishers to actually care about it. But now we're in a, peri- a period where the Xbox Series X is just a little bit less than the PS5 now when it comes to the user base. Now I got to find this this Final Fantasy six tra- 16 trail that ran during um, Game Awards show. Because I know at the end of it, it said, here we go. Not available on any other platform until 12-31-2023. A year? <laughs> wow. And get this, not available on any other platform. Not so they're console. Going to do PC either, then. Nope. You can only play it on PlayStation. So it's funny because there was another trailer before this. Maybe they took it down. They said it's also coming to PC. I mean, I'm checking another trailer. I think they may have, they, they may have swapped it out because it did say coming to PC also. So. Yeah, uh, Google it's, says it's six months for Final Fantasy 16. Nope, new trailer says otherwise. So if it was six, they went back and said, "Hey, how about a year, guys? <laughs> how about another year?" It really say, doesn't this make like, right any sense of how Square from does December their exclusive 8th. deals. Which one are you looking at? Uh, comicbook.com. No, this is the newest trailer on the PlayStation channel. On YouTube, twelve <clears throat> was that the one for the Game Awards? Yeah, not available on any other platforms. It's twelve thirty one two thousand three. Entire year. The exclusivity deals they make, like with Square Enix, are so freaking weird, man. Well, we, I guess, like I just said, you know, you know, nobody wants to acknowledge this, but Square Enix and Sony are definitely bedfellows, and this is ridiculous. Like two years for for spoken, like why would you do that? I mean, I'm a business. I'm a literal business, and my job is to make money. And I literally just took it away from another generation of gamers who have, have an Xbox. And I literally just took money away from me. And I'm a third party. That literally makes no sense. As much money as you can make on all the PlayStation 5 gamers, you would make more with Xbox gamers. To be fair, I think just looking at Square Enix and some of their like recent decisions, it's easy to see that they have no idea what they're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they sold off like Crystal Dynamics and all those other guys for uh, getting NFTs. into business with NFTs. I'm sure that worked out very well for them. So uh, <laughs> very weird decision making at Square Enix right now. It's like they're trying to figure out what trend they want to be on and what side of the fence they want to be on at the same time. So it's like, they don't know if they want to be on everybody's team or on like one person's team. So that was a lot of weird decisions from Square Enix. It's still frustrating. It's very frustrating to me. And again, I'm not even an exclusive Xbox gamer. I mean, I get it. I understand this exclusive drive your consoles and whatnot, but these deals are getting ridiculous an entire year. I mean, I'm an old fogey, and I remember there'll be exclusivity exclusivity deals like two months, three months. But this is like an entire year. For spoken, two years. God forbid what happens. I know what they said with Bungie, and they were like, we're not going to do anything like that. But what happens if PlayStation decides, you know what? You're No more. No, no, no. You're going to make this stuff exclusive for PlayStation for a year. 
it wouldn't be the first time this happened to Destiny. It won't be the last time, unfortunately. This is, yeah, this is some weird stuff. I, I don't like it. But yeah. Sorry, Xbox gamers. Not putting the finger or jabbing when you stick or anything, but... <clears throat> oh, it is, it's, a, it's a six-month exclusivity. I just saw the trailer, too. It comes out in May, and then it um, says it will be on other consoles in Oh, December. that's right. It does come out. No, is it May or is it June? They're lying. It won't uh, be. It'll be on. It'll be an EGS exclusive again, and then it'll be a Steam exclusive. <laughs> I would. I, I then, actually wouldn't be surprised if it. Yeah. Okay. And then June. it'll be on Nintendo Switch Cloud <laughs> streaming, and it'll never be on Xbox. Yeah. Oh, please don't put this on cloud streaming. <laughs> Nintendo. I cloud just. Is terrible. I just find it funny they had the gall to go back and change that trailer that said also coming to PC to not coming to any platforms until this date. That's like, literally, what? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let me just see something here. Uh, I mean, we're pretty much done with that subject, but <laughs> I have to see something. I think we might have that. And, and maybe I'm going crazy. I, I could be going crazy. I mean, I am getting old. Uh, did we get that? Oh, no, it doesn't count. It's the same one, same Game Awards show one. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be it, because when we were doing the trailers, doing the show, I thought we had actually got one for Final Fantasy, but not the same one. Okay, so it was one before that one. No one says it. <sighs> yeah, sorry, guys. But I'm really hoping 2023 has more than one or two games for Xbox gamers. I really do, because if not, Xbox is going to be in a bad position. And as much as people keep saying uh, Game Pass is the best deal for gamers if you ain't got anything that makes people want to gravitate to your platform then it's not a great deal um i I don't i don't entirely agree with that one um mainly because it's like game pass is kind of everywhere yeah so it is that's how i played dark tide and i never would have played dark tide had it not been for game pass because i don't like vermintide one or two i think vermintide one and two are not fun games you're not the first person to say it so i was like well hey i can play it with game pass and i i actually really love dark tide i don't know what the difference is but you're not fighting rats anymore it's the same game engine you're just not fighting rats anymore well <laughs> i mean even like it feels like they like it's been updated because playing vermintide like even like melee attacks like they don't feel good nothing but feels I'll, good in vermintide none I'll of the combat one, has like impact to it but there's impact in dark tide i'll throw you a counterpoint i can play dark tide on my pc with xbox game pass and not pick up an xbox at all see but that's the thing though that's what i mean game pass is kind of everywhere yeah so what i'm talking about if you only nice. had an xbox yeah if you only had an xbox that's not great because then you can't play like what might be on pc so, but even then, like, there's you so many third party titles that do come to it. Yeah. I it mean, also third party. helps. So, yes. but uh, I wouldn't say it's not, not worth owning. No, or, like, no. not, no, it's, you know, it, it is, it is worth a subscription, especially if you are like a big gamer and you play all these games that do come out, come to Game Pass. But every so often you want to say, hey, I got this great game. It's only exclusive to my platform. Yeah, absolutely. I I I, I agree that with that too. And and that's sad that we're not really getting one. And again, folks, again, I have the platforms. I just I'm playing devil's advocate. I care about both sides, but it just feels like the Xbox gamers are not getting. They're getting a crappy deal. 
Unfortunately. Yeah, uh, Xbox has not been in a good state for over a, like a decade now at this point. I mean, uh, it kind of ended there with the 360, and then Xbox One didn't do great. They slowly started oh. to kind of fall off, and then it's just like they just cut it. So I don't know if that was before there was like the change in leadership where like Phil Spencer stepped in and has kind of tried to change everything around. Um, Phil has done a great job. Yes. He, he has. He seems like he actually cares about the gamers and that's important. Uh, the only problem is it's taken so long for Xbox to like garner all these properties and now they have all of them in development at once and they have nothing now. So you're basically so. saying they're waiting for it's going to be like 2024 when I just blow their load and it's going. Like, <laughs> oh hey, all these games. But the question is then: Are we going to have to do another waiting period? Because exactly. usually how it works is you want studios to be working on things and then release it while other studios are still working on other things. Um, you don't I want to release like to everything at once. Eventually, they'll get into the to like a PlayStation like groove, where like PlayStation had Horizon in the beginning of the year. And then they had God of War this year. Yeah. So they had two huge games. So I would like to see that kind of rhythm where, like, you know, we'll get Everwild in, like, spring and summer or something, and then we'll get Fable at the end of the year. And Redfall and, Th- and, and Forza. Yeah. And then, That's what I want. And Starfield and when those, will eventually come out. <laughs> when, yeah, when those, like, big games have a lull, that's when you have, like, Gears come out, and then you have Forza come out, and then you have, you know, Maybe another Halo if Halo can figure itself out, you know. Um, I'll pass on that so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played Halo. Infinite is good. Infinite is a good game. The only issue with Infinite is it launched with no content for the multiplayer and no co-op. But the campaign was good and the multiplayer is solid. It just didn't have staying power. And that's what counts anymore. It's true. That, that is what counts, especially when you play like Fortnite, which updates itself like every week. Yeah, I'm going to get we... a whole new Funko Pop if we want to be. Yeah, I was going to say, can we compare <laughs> anything to Fortnite? I mean, like, it's just like every, everything, every IP in the world will be in Fortnite. It doesn't matter what it is. Oh, absolutely. I'm assuming My Little Pony will be there next. We had Star Wars, Marvel, with X-Men, Spider-Man. Uh, what else do we have like, that they game recently? We Everything, got, man. It's yeah, got my, my Hero <laughs> Academia is on there. They just had The Witcher, Doom, Star Wars. We also have like Superman and DC characters. That Are show you a streamer? There. You're probably in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. Probably. They just oh, released man. Mr. Beast. Yeah. So, I mean, Fortnite is the game everybody wants to be a part of. Mm. Um, but. I mean, even before it was that big of a game, it was still getting like constant updates and all that. Yep. Whereas, They're still you know, doing a bunch of content for their passes and stuff. Yeah. Bring back my Unreal Tournament uh, Epic Games. What was it? <laughs> uh, five or six months for a season in Halo Infinite? Like, that's too long. Yeah. And then we went until the end of this year to get through another season. <laughs> so, you know. Are you still playing Halo? Um, I go back to it every once in a while, but uh, no is a more solid answer. Okay. <laughs> if they release a cool armor core that I want to be a part of, like I'll go and I'll, I'll take part in that event to get the armor core. But otherwise, I, 
I, I actually I hate the way the events are set up in that game. So it's like if you want this cool armor core, you got to play this shitty event and you can't spend money on it. It's the one thing that I would pay for is the samurai armor, <laughs> and I had to grind play. out <laughs> its absolute horrible event system back then. I didn't even. I gave up. I was like super close to getting the cool samurai helmet. And I was like, "Fuck it, this is fine." <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, yeah, we are done. We are done. But again, since this is likely our last show before end of the year, I would like not to be, but chances are it just might be because we'll be enjoying our vacations and playing games and enjoying our families and hiding from family and things of that nature. <laughs> um, Actually, you know what? Before we leave, I do have to ask Kyle a question because he's been playing this game on and off like crazy. And um, Midnight Suns, man, I love that game. <laughs> um, I have actually, a copy sitting here. I'm like, should I play this game? I'm actually filling out Andrew's uh, game of the year list, and it is on my game of the year list. Is it uh, multiple so times or just once? What was that? Is it on there multiple times or just? <laughs> it's on there one time because they were like, um, "Keep you not put the in there like every entry." Like you know what? Andrew's like, why? It's like, I have like a, just 10 paragraphs of why it's a great game. Why um, is Elden Ring the best game of all time? Well, how much time do you have? And I'll sit there and tell you. Well, I don't have it as mine on this one. So I, I have Ragnarok. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we just say that the Game Wars show was pretty much a, I don't want to say this word, so I'm not going to say it, but it was basically the pit Elden Ring against uh, Ragnarok. It's it was. It's all it was. Um, I, I, I'm very confused by the VGA's uh, nomination system. I can only assume at this point, when they get to Game of the Year, it's a whole different voting system. Probably. Because God of War was in the lead of Elden Ring, and then Elden Ring kind of won Game of the Year, which I respect that. It's a fantastic game. It's phenomenal. It deserves it. Um, but I always just think it's so weird where you have this game just sweeps all the awards and then the, uh, the other game that you're like, well, clearly that game's not going to win, but I love that game, uh, isn't going to win wins. So I'm confused. Um, also the VGAs is no longer an award show and Jeff Keighley should change its name. (laughs) This is a trailer show. (laughs) Yeah. He basically sprints through the awards so that he can do more reveals and ads. So uh, you know what? You got nobody but Chris Judge to blame for that. Because now next year <laughs> you have a cap of five minutes of talking, guaranteed. They're going to cap that crap. Yeah, I don't blame Chris Judge though, because it's been the past two or three years that have been like this. He's like, so, you snub me so much, I'm going to take my time. The first. <laughs> I mean, do you want to be the, the one to tell half, Chris Judge he has to go down? <laughs> the the first that pre-show they give out like the first half of the awards, so. Yeah, you don't even get all the awards during the actual show. No, yeah. you don't. They're like doing commercials. Here's a top finally. Wait, what? What just happened here? Yeah, and they just name them off. They're like best RPG, Xenoblade, best action game, Uncharted, best puzzle game, Minecraft, <laughs> world reveal. And it's like, what? None <laughs> of the developers got to thank anybody. Like, no one got to give a speech. Also, you know, we got to give up to Chris Judge. He was trying to extend our time out so we could all win a Steam Deck. <laughs> that is true. That's true. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't win one, a... by the way. I didn't I win one either. <laughs> I was like, if I win a Steam Deck, I'm just going to give it away. I already have one. I don't need to. 
<laughs> and my son does not deserve one. So we didn't need it. But nope, none of us won one, so there was that. All right. Uh getting back to what I said, this is probably be the last show of the year. But if it does, wow, I lose my voice now. Thanks, Al. But if it doesn't, <laughs> we'll be more than happy to record another one. But until then, uh, thanks for checking out perhaps the last show of the year for out of Haven's uh, Spectacle Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And uh be sure to go to Apple iTunes or Google and say, hey, I love this podcast. Otherwise, you can check this podcast out on yadahaven.net. Like on YouTube, because we're going to start putting our podcast on there. I'm totally losing my voice now. <laughs> uh, Apple iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Buzzsprout, and wherever else you can find great gaming podcasts. So for myself, from Kyle and Scott, thanks for checking out the Spectrum World Podcast the entire year, and hopefully we'll be able to bring you more great content in 2023. You guys have anything to say, anything to say before we go? You should work. You should try to get Charles into Reverie. <laughs> you need to go find a YouTube video that explains everything first. You're going to get lost. <laughs> um, I like to tell everybody to uh, eat a healthy breakfast every day, and um, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. What kind of apple do you recommend? Um, for me, it's a Fuji. I like Fuji apples. They're supposed to be sweet, but I've had some very sour Fujis and got mad. Uh, no, they're not. I was thinking of a Granny Smith. Granny Smith is uh, sour. But Matt, I love me a Fuji apple. So I have this whole list of apples of which one's the sweetest from which one's the sourest. Every time <laughs> I go to the market, it's on my phone. I, I get tired of asking my wife, Hi, wife, which ones are sweet? Which ones are sour? She's like, I don't know. So Fuji's at the top. Uh, there it is supposed to be the sweetest one, followed by the gala. For some reason Red Delicious is towards the tart, but I think they're sweet as heck. Somebody clearly was smoking something when they made this list. but all right guys thanks for checking out the show and uh good night or good morning or good afternoon whenever you're checking out this podcast bye bye